Exposure by Wilfred Owen. It was written from the World War One trenches. Owen didn't see glory in war, and his poetry reveals the grim conditions. The title Exposure literally means to reveal something hidden, and it is based on his own experiences in 1917. Owen said, "My theme is the is war and the pity of war." It 1917 was an especially cold winter. The weather was seen as the enemy rather than the soldiers, and many soldiers died of exposure. Owen gave up a career in the church as he believed that they didn't care for the soldiers and community, and the soldiers had been abandoned by God and left to die. Owen died a week before the end of the war in 1918, aged 25. Owen explores conflict between man and nature to highlight the unknown horrors of the conditions of war. Crucially, Owen exposes the pity of war and the fact that the soldiers have been abandoned by God and left to die. The poem defies the convention of war and personifies the merciless weather as if it were a triumphant army attacking the soldiers. Wilfred Owen was born in 1893 and was a fan of the poet John Keats, 1795-1821. He wrote poetry all his life. In his time, he was a revolutionary poet because he condemned war and tried to dispel the romantic and honourable vision of war that so many had. Owen said that he didn't believe in glory, honour, might, majesty, dominion or power of war. He believed that war was pointless. The poem describes how the freezing conditions affect the soldiers. There is no actual conflict, but the weather kills them. The title refers to the exposure of the reality of war to the British public, as well as the exposure to the elements. The the stanzas begin with a blunt, powerful sentence. Then they build with powerful, emotive vocabulary choices, showing that the soldiers are on full alert with heightened senses and then let down when the the stanza ends with an anticlimax, highlighting the futility of war. The repetition of this eight times in eight stanzas reflects the emotional roller coaster of the soldiers and how it wearied them as it wearies the reader. The rhyme scheme is A B B A C. The first four lines establish an intrinsic pattern in the stanza, building tension only for it to then be broken in the final line. This is then repeated eight times, showing how it happened repeatedly and that nothing ever changes, so they are stuck in the situation. They are not full rhymes, which reflects the unease of the situation, and he uses para-rhyme, which is the same consonant sounds, but not the same vowels. For example, silent and salient, and nervous and nervous. This gives a sense of incompleteness and being on edge. Perfection and closure is denied, just as the soldiers are denied it. The final lines, what are we doing here? Is it that we are dying? We turn back to our dying, and for the love of God is dying. Each last line answers the previous one, as if the horrors they endure through each stanza lead them to the final conclusion that the love of God is dying. The horrors of war challenge man's belief in even the most fundamental building blocks of society. Owen himself rejected the church. For the love of God is dying could also be interpreted that the soldiers are dying for the love of God and the protection of values and lives of others, just as Jesus died on the cross to save mankind, in that the soldiers are like martyrs.
Owen was a fan of John Keats. He links their poems. The quote, My heart aches from The Nightingale by John Keats to Our brains ache in exposure by Wilfred Owen. John Keats was a romantic poet who focused on nature to explore human experiences. So by linking the poem to that, Owen could be exploring the darker side of nature and contrasting views of how a poem should be. A representative of reality or romanticised? Having experienced war, Owen challenges Keats' poetic ideals to prioritise truth and clarity. He uses biblical imagery, like the dull rumour of some other war, referencing a biblical passage on the end of the world, or you will hear wars and rumours of wars, shows how World War I could be seen as the end of the world and highlights the horrors of conflict. Personification. Winds that nive us, mad gusts, dawn massing in the east her melancholy army, air that shudders black with snow, pale flakes with fingering stealth, shows nature to be the enemy of the soldiers in that it is attacking them. Military imagery, rain, attacks once more in ranks. World War I was described as a war of attrition. Here it is the weather wearing down the soldiers, not the opposition. Sibilance. Sudden successive flights of bullets streak the silence. Like This sounds like the scattered hissing sounds of sudden bullets and gunfire, and the sounds that a shivering soldier would make. It also has an inherently sinister tone. You can compare this to pale flakes of fingering stealth come feeling for our faces. The sibilance of S is harsher than the labiodental fricative F, showing the contrast between the clear deadliness of gunshots and the gentle, evocatively beautiful fall of snowflakes, which is no less deadly. It shows how man's lethal power is crude in contrast with nature. Sejura. In stanza 7, Sejura creates a divide from the blissful imagery of home to the horror of the soldier's present situation. The poem ends with refrain as it began, but nothing happens. This cyclical structure leads them back to where they started. Also, earlier paragraphs could be read as establishing the soldiers as martyrs willing to die for their country, so that the final letdown of them doing nothing and having no impact while they are attacked by the weather is especially poignant. To recap, Wilfred Owen wrote the poem. The poem is about soldiers suffering the effects of the weather in the trenches, slowly dying without ever actually being in conflict with their enemy. It suggests that nature is their true foe and a far greater force than the designated opposition army. Owen was born in 1893. He was a fan of John Keats and he left the church after becoming disillusioned with them. The themes are the power of nature versus man, the futility and reality of war, and loss of hope. Sibilance mirrors the sudden sounds of flying bullets and is sinister and is a reminder that danger is still on the horizon and an imminent threat. Personification replaces the opposing army as the true opposition to the soldiers and sets the ground for military imagery and illusions. Sidura creates a divide between reflections on the past, home life and present horrors.